Hello and welcome to This Month in Motorsport, February 2020 edition. I'm Sean Smith, I'm joined by Sam Green. Hello. And the North's finest, Chris Strickland. Morning. How's everyone? Pretty right. good. Good. Yeah, this, 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 that's preferable. It's a lovely sunny, sunny day. You it is. To, you about to say summer's day there. Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> what were you talking about? I was about getting ahead spring. of himself. I was, no, I was getting ahead of myself. I was about to say spring, dear, but it's not quite there yet. Well, I'd, I'd say it's sp- away. No, I'd say it's spring. I would say, yeah, maybe not no, in the north. No, no, spring, it hasn't no, 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 spring officially starts. I think it's the 24th of March. I think you mean 1st of February. No. <laughs> 1st of February was frosty and there was snow somewhere in the country. Yeah, from. yeah, but that, that's why spring's so good. That's the best part of year. Anyway, uh, away from the weather, um, some motorsports been happening, surprisingly, given the title of this podcast. Uh, so, chaps, what's been happening in motorsport this month? Sam, Hold on. what do you want to start with? Let's start with the F1 launches, shall we? Yes, F1 is doing, is taking its time to launch last year's cars. What's my time? Yeah. Right? Yep, okay, cool. Go for it. Yeah, so essentially, um, because of the rules for this year, all of the cars are are just developments of last year, to the point where some of them are literally B-spec cars and have been designated as B-spec cars. Unless you're Uh, McLaren. Well, apart from In which case they just go, oh, we're going to put an M on it because we're clever. Well, I'm sure we'll come on to why I think that probably was in a minute, but... (laughs) Um, But everyone's dragging their feet and it's taking forever, and I think part of that is probably because they've moved... The first test, doesn't it? Yeah, but then even when they aren't dragging their feet, they're just launching launch spec cars, which look exactly the same as last year. Which is exactly last year's car. Like so, so either they do what Red Bull do and it just looks identical, or they do what McLaren do and they like Photoshop areas of it so you can't see it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, um a bit of a farce. Who? Who was the first to launch? I think it was McLaren, wasn't yeah, they? Yeah, McLaren showed off their car first. The only, which yep. surprisingly is the most different one of the lot. Just yes, just and, the engine. and the reason they have put an M on the end, Cree, is because it's now powered by a Mercedes engine, yeah, which is that. also why it's the most different. It's what, also... because the letter, the designated letter at the end is an M? No, well, yeah, because it's a Mercedes engine, but well, the yeah, car itself... Yeah, but is it the... <laughs> I mean, the rear... Is it Mercedes engine? Yes. The, yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> you know, I suppose the rear quarter will be a lot different because you'll well, have different engine mounts, you'll have different a, got a long wheel hard base, points right? for the suspension. Yeah, they have gone for a long wheelbase as well. I think it's... That's just due to the engine being bigger. That's how they, they hold No, it. I don't think it's because the engine's bigger. I think it's just the way that the Mercedes package is. Well, cool. I don't think... Well, it makes sense though, Chris, because it's Mercedes... because it's bigger. I think it's just the way that Mercedes do it. Yeah, Mercedes has more ponies than the Renault, so they got to fit it in somewhere. That's why it's bigger. Yeah, it's a bigger yeah, package. It's a spec series of engines, Sean. You can't <laughs> just have a bigger engine. You can't just do what Ferrari would do back in the sixties and go, oh, "We'll just make the engine bigger." Well, they could. They'd get. Well, they'd, well they'd, they can't. They'd get found out. They wouldn't. Pass, say they wouldn't pass scrutineering, but they could. Yeah, what what are these two things at the back of your engine? Oh, you mean those extra round cylindrical shaped things? Why? No, no, they're not cylinders. They're not extra cylinders to the V6. Why is your they're oil... just aesthetically there. Why is your oil reservoir four litres? Mm. That'd be interesting. <laughs> um, right, so anyway, McLaren did their M car, which is not a BMW. That, that'd have been cool, wouldn't it? 
Well, BMW powered engine. Yeah, yeah it'd be quite cool. BMW McLaren. Mm. Ooh, sounds all right. That sounds like the nineties. Uh, anyway, they, they did that, and there was basically no fanfare at all because it looks identical. Well, it, it it does look identical. They're not even like we'll get onto some of the other teams, but they've not even like properly had to go at revising their livery. They've just gone, oh, we'll just make the bottom bit instead of it being patchwork rainbow, we'll have striped rainbow <laughs> or something like that. It's still orange. I mean, it's still orange. Well, I like the fact it's still orange. But, I, say, you know, I quite like the livery. I'm not going to lie, but have you seen... speaking as a McLaren fan, so. Have you seen the Arrow SMP McLaren? No. No. Their liveries are much better because there's a lot more blue and a lot more... So one of them is like 50% blue or 50% chrome blue and then papaya orange. Right. Oh, you mean the, the Arrow, Arrow SP McLaren, not SMP? Sorry, not SMP. <laughs> not, not, not the... You mean the IndyCar not the team? Yes. Yeah, the Indy, not, IndyCar Not the Russian team. giant racing team who... No, yeah. not the Russian. Yeah, that was close. I just put an M on the end of it, like McLaren did. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, no. I could have said it was right as long as I didn't say McLaren, because then it could have been SM SP McLaren. Anyway, I mean, McLaren um, are looking for money, so they could, you know, ask SMP for some money. Yeah, they could do. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, their liveries are pretty cool. Quite like them. They're a bit. They are a bit much on the way that the, the because it's a fifty-fifty color scheme. It does seem a bit much, but I, I quite like them. Compared I actually to the think I prefer McLaren. last year's IndyCar liveries, not going to lie. I, well, I, pref- I preferred the year before. But they weren't McLaren. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to, I think, Toro. No, was it? Sorry, not Toro. Cool Toro. Yeah, it? no, it was, Alpha, it was AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri were next. Um, <clears throat> we, we like this. Mm. Okay. Very nice car. The team formerly known as Minardi um, do tend to get good-looking cars in recent years. Mm, absolutely. And they've nailed it with their livery, especially this year, I think. Mm. Chris? It just it just reminds me of the 90s, or oh, the 80s Brabham cars, the ones that were sponsored by Pamela. Was that, it Pamela? Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Oh, not Pamela Anderson, <laughs> no, Pamela. Um, nobody, nobody looks at Pamela Anderson anymore. <laughs> well. Um, um, but yeah. What's that, your first? I just, I just, it's, it's, a, it's a very good looking livery. I'd probably say it's the team I'm looking forward to watching this year. What, just you've got Pierre Gasly. Yuki Tsunoda. <laughs> Yuki Tsunoda. Aye. But no, I, I think, you know, he just looked like a kid, though. Christ <laughs> yeah. almighty, did he look like a kid. So, yeah, he, I didn't Jeez. realise how short he... I knew he was quite small, but I didn't realise how short he was. I love his self-burn on social media, though. <laughs> F1, what will Yuki Tsunoda do this year? Grow. Yeah, he commented, <laughs> grow. <laughs> was it what... No, sorry, what was he do this week? He was... What does he want to do? Or do, what does he want to achieve this year? And it was just like, grow. <laughs> and just like, yes, I do feel sorry for you. Uh, well done, Yuki. Well, that, was well either, done. that was either a burn or a very bad mistranslation. Oh, no, it was definitely a burn. Possibly. Definitely a self-burn. <laughs> um, can, can we make... But, you know, I'm looking forward did, to that. Did you see the awful what? attire they were wearing? Like these... Oh, mate. I mean, this oh, is was... the one... This was the problem with their launch. It was essentially just a fashion show, it was which neither Wait, which you looked absolute looked so uncomfortable with. Um, but I mean, I the thing know. the thing is though, it's, it's a fashion brand, so they have to like portray that well, fashion sense. But I mean, you say that, but Benetton didn't. <laughs> I think they did a bit. I didn't know Benetton were a clothing brand until like many many years after I heard of them. I mean, it's like when you're walking through like some of the German cities I've been through Stuttgart and you'll see like Benetton and you're like oh is there a F1 car in there no it's not it's just a clothes shop 
<laughs> it's like the colours of Benetton, I think is what their actual name is. Yeah. United Colours of Benetton. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but uh, anyway, the but no, I, 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 love the, I think the car looks stunning. I think mean, it's new livery. It is pretty much like a flip-flop. They've yeah. just swapped the white and the blue around. Well, I think that's it just looks better. I actually prefer it this way around. Yeah. I think yeah. the blue it looks look, looks looks really cool. It's like a liked, matte navy blue. Isn't I would it, have liked the white cool. nose to say. I like that. Nah, um, nah. I quite like I that think, matte blue. Yeah, I think the matte blue really just sets it off. Because it's a gloss mm. white as well. It's not a fully matte car. They've got white rims as well. Have they? Which is, yeah, white wheels. Which is quite cool. Does that mean they're doing bootlegging? No, that's white wall tires. Ah. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> although, although presumably, if they're on the hard compound, <laughs> then they will have white wall tires. Yeah. yeah the, the engine's actually not fueled by. Um, is it? What's their engine? Uh, Remember, oil ethanol. supplier? No. Uh, who's the fuel supplier for Red probably, Bull? Probably Total. No, it's not Total. total. What is it's not Total anymore. So no, it just it's runs Red on Red Bull. <laughs> well, this was what I was going to say. Is when they got the hard tires on, they're not running on. Um, I would say petrol, but it's not petrol anymore. It's like a synthetic fuel. They're not running on synthetic fuel anymore. They're running on moonshine. Moonshine. Uh, Alfa Romeo. That's another stunning car. Sounds I mean, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Sal Romeo. They've done. They've done good. I think it's the prettiest. Yeah, they've done the same thing car. though. They, I wonder if they spoke to like Alfa Tario and went, "Could we copy your homework but change it slightly?" <laughs> and they just once again they flipped it as well, and it just looks really good. It, it looks like the old concepts we used to see a couple of years ago when they were saying, oh, what if Alfa Romeo were in F1 sort of thing? Um, yeah, you're right. It yeah. does, actually. It's, yeah, it's all right. So when Giovinazzi, yeah, it is. So when Giovinazzi wins the first race of the year, happy things will occur. Uh, no, they won't. They definitely won't. <laughs> Although I just love the, the end of their presentation. It was, they, they put some subtitles up and they had... They had all three drivers stood in stood in the line. Oh, yeah, so for whatever reason, the, the camera, the way that it was shot, the subtitles just covered Giovinazzi. Yeah. So all you saw really was was Kubica and, and Raikkonen, and then just a lot of subtitles with a person behind it. Yeah. So that was brilliant. It's Great like, place. Oh, that is terrible. Are you talking about the credits or subtitles? Yes, he is talking yeah, about the credits. The credits. Right. <laughs> Sorry, not the subtitles. Apologies. The credits, yeah. I was going to say, that's a weird place to put credit, uh, subtitles. Sorry, yeah. not, uh, I meant the credits. Um, now you, you said there's a picture. I didn't understand it at all, but I think I think I do now. Um, who else? Oh, Red Bull. They launched the uh, same picture as last year, but with um, Aston Martin branding. I say they essentially any, anywhere that it said Aston Martin, it now says Honda, which is and quite that's funny. about the only. Difference. Oh no, they've got Telcel written on the front wing. Do they? Yes, Perez's oh, yeah. so, uh, um, main sponsor. Unsurprisingly, um, yeah. but. No, oh, I think I, I actually quite... Everyone's like, oh, well, Red Bull delivery is just really boring. Why don't they ever change it? I actually really like it. No. Um, it's I think it's I think is what it is. I think it eventually people will look back on the Red Bull livery in the same way that we look back on like the JPS or the Rathman's colours and stuff like that. But it, you need, it's just because it's too current, well, people don't think of it that way. Banned? Well, maybe it not banned. <laughs> you never know, actually. It might get banned. But yeah, no, I think you'll look back at it like as one of the best livery, like the most iconic, iconic. liveries. Yeah. yeah. Now, we've got, yeah. To, we've, got same. To, got to close up this segment by talking about, obviously, the biggest launch so far, the Ferrari team launch. Now, I was really surprised to see 
Alain Prost and John Surtees as their drivers. Oof. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Um, John Surtees has been dead, actually, for a year or two, but yeah, sorry, ignore that. I was going to say, what did they do? Dig his grey up uh, and put uh, him in a car and uh, go, I don't know. I was going to say Gerhard Berger, but I, for, I, 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 but I forgot the joke. <laughs> John Lacey, we'll go with John Lacey. Yeah, sure. More flamboyant. Yeah. Oh, there's a burn as well after they dropped his son. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, uh, I think his son left. I, I, I generally don't think they dropped him. I generally think he just left. Well, I don't care what you say. I generally think he just left and joined Super Formula just to get more experience. Well, sorry, Super Formula Junior. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. But no, I just... Apparently, here's another tidbit. Apparently, science crashed using yeah. an 18-inch rim, which I thought mm. was quite funny. Yes. Yeah. But then everyone's been really cagey about it and hasn't said anything. Which either well, means it was really you rubbish won't... or a massive crash. Yeah, either that. Yeah, it means he just spun and bumped the wall, or he wrote the car off. <laughs> I think he wrote the car off. So I reckon he. Well, no, maybe not wrote a car off, but he ripped a corner off. If if you own a Ferrari SF seventy H, please get in touch. That's love your auto. Um, right, <laughs> let's move on to the next topic, which is America. Sam. Yeah, America land. Yes. Mer- so we'll start. Should we start with the Daytona 500, uh, or should we do it in chronological order? Well, yeah, obviously we're doing it in chronological order. Okay. Yeah, do Daytona 24 first. So the 24 hours of Daytona in America. Yes. Somebody um, play that Daytona theme from the arcade game. Daytona. <laughs> no. Am I you don't need one? to. No, I mean we don't need to. You now you've done it. it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, Sorry. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, did anyone else watch most of this, or am I the only one that watched it? Uh, I think you might be the only I, one. I watched the news headlines. Ah, right. Well, I watched most of it, um, and it was very good. Uh, it's a classic 24-hour race where things like don't necessarily appear to be... It's not a like white-knuckle ride of excitement, but actually, the strategy oh, element of it... Yeah, it was a slow burner, and towards the end of the race, everybody was super close. Um, there was five classes of car, which made things a bit interesting as well. What were the classes? Um, was, it, so was it GT or DPI? Yeah, DPI, LMP2, LMP3, and then GT, you have GT, GTLM, GT, which is no, basically GTE cars, GTLM, and then you have the GT Daytona, which is GT3 cars. Coming up, um, it's coming soon to CSR. <laughs> Yes, not as complicated as that though for our series. Well, I've um, got, got, got Delta Wing, so it's almost so complicated. Somewhere in that LMP3 class on your own. <laughs> anyway. um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty good. I mean, qualifying obviously was um, was done. It was actually gonna put this out here now. This is a call by Sean. And it's his podcast, so we can't do anything about it. This race was actually in January, but <laughs> yeah, but we we'll gloss over that. We'd already recorded uh, the episode, though, so we, so, it, so yes. it, it counts. Are you going to do that for? Are you going to do that for? Um, what's currently going on right now? Bathurst. Oh. Bathurst. Yeah, the the actual Bathurst race. You can do that for next month as well. Maybe we'll call Bathurst in March. Might do. Might as well. Depends how it goes, doesn't it? Um, there could be a really. But long yeah, it was. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, it was the uh, the wheel and engineering car in the Cadillac, the uh, DPI Cadillac that put it on pole. Flipping that. Um, yep. 
Felipe Neza and uh, Pipo Durrani is second. And this was considering, and I've, I've thought this for a little while, I'm not going to lie, the Mazda in the DPI has the smallest engine and it was the only one of its entrants this year. It didn't have any teammates out there at all. And they managed to qualify second um, with Ollie Jarvis at the wheel and his teammate Harry Tinknell. Um, so an all-British driver line up there in the Mazda. So, um, this, this, we should say this is a qualifying race, not necessarily a qualifying session. Yes, so when you look at the times, and it's just 3.6 seconds between first and second, that's actually the, the gap, the physical gap between them. After, I think it was like a two-hour... 50 laps. It was like a 90... What is it, 50 laps? So, yeah, more or less then. Um but yeah, I mean, it was it was just very, very good. I mean, it, all the way down, there was battles because there was a huge amount of cars on the grid. There was like 50 cars on the grid, um, which is a lot, obviously. Um, obviously, not all of them finished, of course. Um, but it was, yeah, I thought it was a very, very good race, generally speaking. And for a long time, especially in DPI, which obviously is the, the top class, um you couldn't really call who was actually going to win it. They were clo that close. Like a couple of hours before, there was genuinely four cars all on the lead lap and all within a pit stop of winning hmm. or getting a lead. So, and yeah, just so, very good race. So that set the grid. It yeah, it set the grid, and then obviously the twenty-four hours began. Um, mixed conditions at the start. It wasn't really really wet, but it was definitely not dry enough for slicks so a lot of the drivers were on wet tires um and it yeah it just went from there really um just trying to find come on sam you the... said you, you said the wikipedia pages <laughs> i did no i've got the order the finishing order here if you want to gloss over the whole yeah, 24 so... hour but i mean well it's up to you i'm, I'm just gonna get the result <laughs> fair enough yeah we can do uh so dpi one what's the prize uh, yes. In America. Um, the Acura through Felipe Albuquerque, Helio Castro Neves, Alexander Rossi, and Ricky Taylor, who's who's not from Essex. Um, no. Just sounds like it. Uh, they did 807 laps, which is a lot. Yes. And only f just under five seconds behind them on the road is probably the all star team, as I would call it, of the Ali Cadillac. Which is Jimmy Johnson, seven times NASCAR champion. Kamui Kobayashi, who has won Le Mans what? One? No. Once or twice. Couple of times. Simon Paginot, Who's... who has raced at Le Mans, but also has won the Indy 500. And some German uh, 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 guy. IndyCar Championship. Okay. Mike Rockefeller as well. Who a lot of. Who everyone knows crashed an Audi. Yes. In the middle of the night. Yeah, um, and and in third, and again, this was kind of the um, the one that people were looking at and going, actually, you know what, they might actually win this. I think it was about two hours to go. The Mazda was like a lap up hmm. on second place, and that was um, Ollie Jarvis, Harry Tignall, and the one of their teammates from the sister car, which didn't actually start the race, um, Jonathan Bon Marito. That's, that's a good name. It is. Chris, do you, uh, do you want to so have a go at some of these names? 
Yeah. <laughs> you crack on. One of our favourite games of making Chris yeah. say Chris. Get Chris say. <laughs> say um, Chris fourth Carl. place was Maya Shank, who have an IndyCar team. They have actually done GCLM, I think it was, before. It was one of the GC classes. It was GTD or GTLM. They've moved up to DPI now. Uh, and they had AJ Armandigger, uh, Dan Cameron, Juan Pablo Montoya, uh, and Olivier uh, Pla. And then some some small-time people in fifth place. Scott Dixon, never heard of him. Uh, Kevin Magnuson, who is, of course, making his transition over to America for the endurance stuff before going to Peugeot. And then Renga van der Zander. Yep. Then, then the top LMP2, which was... Chris, do you, do you want to do these? Is it Paul Louis Chatin? Chatin. Chatin. That's close enough. Yep. Ryan Dals. <laughs> DL. Dal... Dals DL? No, Ryan DL. Hey? You heard. Next. Ryan DL. Right, fuck off. If that's his name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's Dwayne Merriman. I got that one. And Carl Tilly. Hey. Alright, next, next one. Next one's better. Oh, for God's sake. Fine. Right, one more. <laughs> Seventh place. It's just in fucking French. Jesus I know. Christ. Gabriel <laughs> Aubrey? I'm going to yeah. go Gabriel Aubrey. Close, close enough. I'm going to go Timothy. Fuck you. I'm going to say Timothy. <laughs> Timothy Barrett. John Farrow. Farrow. Um, Matteo. Ooh. I'm going to say Vivaro. No. Because it looks like the Vivaro van. That's, that's not it. So Is it Maxi Vieira? Maxi Vieira, yeah. There you see. There we go. That's 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 our entertainment for the day, right? Uh, there was so... there was a huge amount of really well known people, not only in DPI though, because I mean, if we go down this DP two, uh, uh, oh got, no, you, he... Sam, you got three minutes to cover the five hundred. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's skip over that then and go into the Daytona five hundred because I watched all of this as well, and this right. was a really good race. Go. So, um, headlines: we had Alex Bowman and. Uh, um, Oh, who was in a second? I can't remember now. He's one of his teammates. <laughs> this is a good start. Gone. It's absolutely gone. Um, <laughs> Will Byron, that was it. Both from Hendrix um, Motorsport, not the gin company, um, <laughs> on first and second. And then in the build-up, they have something called The Clash, which is basically uh, to set the rest of the grid. They're a band. Uh, and both... Well, yes, but but Alex Bowman and Will Byron both crashed in their clash races. They had to use spare cars for mean, the 500. It's not called the duel, according to Wikipedia. Uh, no, there's two. Oh. So there's the clash and then the duel. Uh, um, also, uh, sorry, no, the du- it was the duel races they crashed in, actually. The clash is like a pre-season friendly, oh, basically. Mate, it's, it's too complicated. Carry on. There's so many sessions. This isn't like two weeks right, of worth of racing, basically. Um, but yeah, Alex Bowman on pole uh, started very, very well. Um, the top Ford was Eric Aramarola, and the top Toyota was Bubba Wallace. In a new car, the new team, which is owned by uh, another driver, Denny Hamlin, which is interesting, who was also racing, uh, still does race, uh, and Michael Jordan, the basketball player, nice. owns that team. So that's interesting. Uh, lap 14, we had the big one. Which, for anyone who doesn't know, is a very big crash. Um, <laughs> and it was 16 cars collected in that. So there was quite a lot of damage there. Uh, while they 
were under pace car for repairing the safer barrier on turn three where it happened uh, it started raining so uh, they had to red flag it five hours later they came back and they started again um, and and yeah it went went well really for Denny Hamlin for um, the rest of the race right up until the end really um, for those who may have heard our NASCAR chat the other week with CSR NASCAR, they use something called bump drafting. And so essentially into the third stage, because um, they have these stage races in, in NASCAR, uh, Denny Hamlin was winning everything, basically. He won stage one, he won stage two, um, just because he had a very, very good car. He's very, very good on the super speedways. And he had a a lot of teammates, well, I say a lot of teammates, there was only like five Toyotas on the grid of 50, but, um, but yeah, and, uh, and it helped him out and he got to the front, but then in the last stage where everyone starts kind of racing for themselves, uh, it all went a bit pear shaped for Denny Hamlin. He got mugged off basically on the, on the uh, three laps before the end, I think it was, um, there was a big, big run uh, on him, and a lot of drivers got through, got past him, uh, and then it happened again. We had another big one on the last lap of the race. Now, this was quite annoying as a Team Penske fan, because uh, Brad Kozlowski in the number two car and Joey Logano in the 22, both Team Penske drivers, were first and second behind them, was another Ford, Michael McDowell, who has never won a race, has done like nearly 150 starts. Um, so everyone was thinking, Joey's, Joey's got this. He's got a teammate behind him, and behind him, behind his teammate, is another Ford. No one's going to get there. Easy. And then, going into turn three, Michael McDowell gave a bump draft to Brad Keselowski, on the wrong side, made Braz Kozlowski spin, took out Joey Logano, McDowell went through the middle of them and avoided the massive crash that ensued. I think it was something like uh, another 15 cars involved. Uh, big fireball. Braz Kozlowski hit the wall, the, the, the outer wall in turn three very, very hard. Burst the fuel tank kind of thing. Absolutely massive fireball. Everyone was fine, um, but uh, but yeah, in that race it collected not only Kozlowski and Logano, but also Austin Sindrick, Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Busch, Ryan Priest, Ross Chastain, uh, all just on that last lap crash. So they've done 199 and a half laps at this point, and then they all got completely annihilated in the last. Uh, last two corners um but yeah as a result of that michael mcdowell won his first race and it was the daytona 500 last year's champion chase elliott was second and in third uh austin dillon who's also a daytona 500 driver um winner sorry so and with that history lesson out of the way <laughs> let's, let's go on let's go uh, to... one more just one oh, more honorable what? honorable mention which yeah. you'll probably quite like sean because he's about the same sort of age as you um, driver Derek Cope 
Now, he won the Daytona 500 in 1990. Wow. Fancied winning it again, or trying to enter, or trying to win it again. So entered this year because of a quirk in the regulations for the Daytona 500. Because he's a winner, a previous winner, he automatically qualifies for the race. Cool. Even though he was pretty awful, uh, and he's currently 62. Um, but yeah, so he uh, he he didn't really do anything. He retired on like lap five. Oh, right. On to the, the next bit of news, uh, and hopefully the last one. Um, right, Chris. Oh, it's Ferrari's announced that they're going to join Le Mans, yes. or at least WEC with their LMH program in 2023, yes. which, according to Al, is never going to happen. But I have faith in Ferrari. Yep, I have, but I have hope. I have hope as well. I mean, to be fair, it's difficult to say, but you know, you look at the way that F1 is at the moment, and the cost cutting and scaling down just to prevent teams from blowing their budgets so ferrari going to do it the other way they're going to blow their budget at le mans Good, instead which is much better yeah. yeah so sam you and i discussed this a while back um it's sort of a case of there's no real reason for them not to do this yeah i think the reasoning we looked at it from is because yeah because of the cost cap in f1 now suddenly ferrari have got a lot more budget to spend elsewhere hmm. um they also have a bargaining chip for if things don't go their way in Formula One, they could just well we'll just do Le Mans then. Like that's kind of the argument we said. If they go to IndyCar, I think was what we were saying, wasn't it? That um, then they'll just say, well, we'll just do IndyCar instead then. Yeah. And that'll make Formula One go, oh no, please don't leave Ferrari. <laughs> Here's all the rules you want. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Um, no, but there's a, so Ferrari decided partway through this month that they're not going to go to IndyCar anymore, which is a bit of a shame. Um, but they're literally about they're going within, to Le Mans. exactly within a week. They said they're going to Le Mans, I and mean, I was like, "Yeah, I think, all right." I think it'll be interesting what they use because they're not doing LM. Well, it's, it's a Ferrari. Oh, LMD. Well, it's a Ferrari race. They're not like they're doing LMP D. Is it LMPD? DH. DH. It's not like they're doing LMDH, so they're going full blown hypercar. So it's going to be a road car. It just depends on what they're going to base it on. Is it going to be like an iteration of the F8 Tributo or? No. Are they going to make a new... Well, you don't know. You don't know what they're going to do. Yes, we're going to, going to have our top-tier hypercar class with our cheapest Ferrari. Yeah. I don't think the effort tribute us the cheapest. No, I don't think it is. I think that's the hypercar. It's like the current top one, isn't it? Because they don't make no, the not. Ferrari anymore. Yeah, they is. don't make the, the La F- Ferrari anymore. The F8 is the, um, the 488 replacement. Uh, so what's, well, the, yeah. what's the one that looks like the F8, then? The the there's the Ferrari the Ferrari then whatever it was replaced with the Ferrari the Ferrari doesn't exist anymore yeah but it was replaced with something yeah exactly I'm it's... sure it's the F8 Tributo nah. nah not the super fast that's the that's the GT car isn't it yeah they're, yeah they're the eight, that's the 812 line hang on can Ferrari just like stop making stupid cars so we've seen names <laughs> yeah because the the 488 oh Christ what is it uh. It's because they look similar, that's why they're not different. Hang on. I'm sure it's an F8. Wikipedia will help me here. This is good content. Yeah, come on. All right. <laughs> anyway, Sam, so... Uh, well, Sean... Piss- SF19. Well, SF19. There oh, you see. Name's too close. Uh, is it going to be like an SF90 that they've made slightly longer, put a shark fin... Like, really, like, like the the concept images you see of what a Ferrari and a Mon car like, might, like, might look like. 
You know, they're going to do that, or are they going to just go, fuck it, we'll build a new one? Well, I, I mean, they've got two years, really, haven't they? So yeah, two gonna... long, for, yeah, but for a development program, two years isn't a long time. No, well, that, that's what I mean. Like, there could well be a, a, not a performante because that's kind of what um, Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they but, you, uh, but it, yeah, the, the Ferrari GTO. It could be a GTO version or a Scuderia version, couldn't it? Of um, I think they've already made a Scuderia version of the uh, SF90. Here's here's a horrible oh, fact for you. When I start, uh-huh. started getting shit in cars, and Ferrari were obviously like my favourite, they made four uh-huh. four cars: the 430, the 599, the 612, and the FXX. Yeah, now, there's like 12. One, right, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, eight. cars. I want a Roma. I oh, don't forget the SUV that's coming sometime. Oh, oh yeah, there's that as well. That's that's apparently what they're going to base the uh, LMH car on the SUV. <laughs> I mean, the SUV. Yeah. Oh god, imagine if they did that. Do you imagine? That would be uh, hilarious. It would, imagine now, how angry Al would get. Yeah. <laughs> now some people may be thinking, thinking Fry, if you're listening, please do that. It'd be really funny. Yeah, please do that. <laughs> Just to annoy Al. Uh, some of you may be thinking, well, Ferrari have been racing in the World Endurance Championship for ages. Why is this news? Well, officially they well, haven't. Te- technically they haven't. No, they're all customer cars at the moment. There is no factory support car. Or no factory car. There's a few support cars. That's a lie. But they're clearly... AF Corsa. AF Corsa is Ferrari, let's face it. The team owner is even called Ferrari. Yes. He's not related, but he's... Close enough, but he, but he is. Um, I think that helped when he got his um, yeah, um, supply of four eight eight because his name's Ferrari. Do they just get? Yeah. Get, just, they got confused on the uh, the HR office. Yeah, yeah, when he started his when he started his business, he he had a very um, anxious phone call, and when he rung them up, he was just like, "Oh, can we have your name, please?" And it's like, "Uh, Ferrari." It's funny that Amato Ferrari has like you know he's one of the biggest guys in like motorsport with for the ferrari gt stuff but he's got the shortest wikipedia page i've ever seen in my life it's literally one, yeah. one and a third lines i mean no i didn't know who he was to what? be fair did you not no i no, didn't, I didn't I have no idea oh, okay the, this is news to me that he's also called ferrari i mean it makes sense but i didn't know that it's like a um, anyway. but yeah it's 50 years 1973 was technically the last time that Ferrari entered a factory team well. in the World Sports Car Championship. <laughs> well, not including the Dallara. Yeah, the, be- the best, for- the most successful Ferrari ever made. Um, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I think it'll be quite interesting. It's another good manufacturer to have on the grid. We've seen already the Toyota and we've seen the Glickenhaus yeah, as the Glickenhaus, well. Glickenhaus, which seems to get built within two days. Yeah, I mean, it looks brilliant as well. I really, really like it. What do you it. make of that rear wing? Oh, it's cool. Oh, it's it? fins. How many dead birds are going to be on the end of it? That is fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be brilliant. Um, it's just a very cool looking car, actually, the Glickenhaus. Got a lot of time for that. Um, I think it was slow, though. I, uh, I have a feeling it may not be as competitive. I like how the comments uh, from, uh, is it Olivier Pla, their driver, said, um, yeah, the, br- the brakes don't work. Uh, but, <laughs> but that's only because it's not got engine retardation. Right, yeah, yeah. So basically, they're looking after the engine at the moment. They don't want to blow it up. The thing is, it's, um, it's been made by Italians, so it's even it's an American car <laughs> with Sauber and Yost running it, with Italians making it. Um, so it's 
That's a concoction right there. And the French driving it. Yeah. Um, I, I have yeah. faith. <clears throat> I really, really hope that uh, that it does well. A friend, uh, one of my friends, actually, he caught, I, I shared a photo of it or something on one of my social medias. And he messaged me and said that he thinks it's going to be like the Bicols. It was very, very pretty, but it won't be very good. The Bicol is going to win them all. Right, okay. No, he means like the, the CLM, the outgoing CLM. Very, very good, good-looking car, but rubbish. It wasn't, um, it wasn't rubbish. It's great. <laughs> I tagged you in it, actually, sure. Yes, I know you did. Uh, but yeah, no, I th- uh, who do we think for drivers? We already know the driver. Oh, for, for Ferrari. One of them will most likely be Pilot. Uh, I think Carl- 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 Carlos Sainz. <laughs> Carlos Sainz. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Depends how well he does as a number two, I or, suppose. Or not. It? Or not, as if, the case m- may Mick be. Schumacher wins in his first year at Haas. Oh, he's Fisichella. In- See, if it had been 10 years ago, Fisichella would have been in that car. Yeah. 100%. He still does some GT racing. Yeah, but him, he? he's not. He's not what he was. He's, 10, lot, he's, 10 years he's like now. he's like seventy-five. Yeah, and he's still kicking ass. But um, I mean, uh, you're gonna have to. I think they'll have to. They'll be getting somebody else in. Oh, I don't so, think I don't they're know, gonna need Jean, like, an experienced hand. John Lacey needs some money. He okay, does. He's, in he's, he sold his F40 to fund his son's racing career. So yeah. Um... <laughs> Could do with a bit of cash, so that might be good. Yeah, it pisses me off. That's what Gerhard Berger does. (laughs) That's that's exclusively what he does. Um, Pisses me off. Wakes up in the morning. How could I upset Chris today? And uh, he's he's not. Oh, I don't know. Let's make a class one rule and then fuck off. Uh, No, he's not Scandinavian. He's Austrian. Austrian. Yes, he's Austrian. I I forgot. I forgot how to do an Austrian accent. It's probably close enough. It's just it's just German with a funny hat. Yeah, essentially. I'm sure that's how the Austrians look at it. That's how the, yeah. Ger- the Germans look at it. This is this, this still a car podcast, everyone. Um, <laughs> right. Um, are Ferrari going to win in 2023? No. No, no. of course they're not. No. no. They're we... not going to be up to speed by then. It'll be maybe the next season they'll challenge to well, I don't, I don't I know. Think... Are the FIA going to tweak the rules so that they can't lose like they did with Toyota? Well, no, I don't think they will because I think for... Because isn't it's the ACO... Who make who've written the rules, isn't they? Uh, um, debatable. Well, it's I mean, probably the ACO in conjunction with the FIA. Yeah, is yeah. What it'll have been. The FIA will be the regulators, and the ACO will be like, "Here's a really good idea," and the FIA will be like, "No, no, no, put that one away. <laughs> Do something else." <laughs> um, but I think actually that the especially the the World Endurance Championship, although they're obviously very pleased to have Ferrari, as most series would be. I'm sure they actually are probably more inclined to help Toyota, who have duck with them, well, than I don't know. I hope so. Bit of loyalty and all. Yeah, but it's all relevant because Bicolors are going to win. Um, right. Exactly, yeah. So that so we'll just go through who now we know is going to uh, LMH. So we got Toyota, obviously, Glickenhaus, yeah. Peugeot, Ferrari, Bicolors. Anyone else? No, I think that's mm, it. I think that's it at the moment, isn't it? But then we've got... Yeah, I think... Confirmed, confirmed. I, wonder, I wonder if, now that Ferrari have confirmed, if McLaren well, might confirm. Well, Porsche and Audi, of course, going for LMH. Sorry, LMDH. LMDH. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
as well as possibly some of the American oh, teams. Oh, and Acura and yeah. probably Cadillac. I don't know. Would imagine There's a lot Cadillac, of teams. But not Mazda. Idiots. No, unfortunately not. After they were so happy with this bloody thing, and then you go, actually, nah, can't be, can't be asked. Right, um, just the last sort of mention for the podcast. Um, sad news this month that uh, Fausto Grassini, the team owner of the Grassini MotoGP team, passed away from COVID-19 this month. Um, just really, from all of us here at Soviet Automotive, we want to give our respects to his friends and family. It's uh, a horrible thing to have happened to him, and uh, yeah, he will be missed. Yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Um, that's about it for Self Automotive this this month. Uh, follow us on social media, wherever you want to go. Where are we this month, Sam? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything. Tinder? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay, Chris, I'll leave that to Cree. Chris, sort it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm alright. Thanks. All right. And that's going to do it for this one for Motorsport. We shall see you next time. Take care and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.